0: A podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus X Media. Hey
1: there listeners, it's your host Josh. Before we kick off our summer hiatus season, quote unquote, I have something super cool to announce. Our podcast network, Deus X Media, is growing once again. That's right, I'm not the new kid on the block anymore. I'm pleased to announce The Bits, a Steven Universe rewatch podcast that's full of spoilers, sing-alongs, and it's hosted by our good friends Charlie and Robert. You'll recognize Charlie as a host of one of our other sibling podcasts of The Eldest Gods, and you'll be able to hear Robert in this week's episode. Both hosts are super funny and know their stuff when it comes to Steven Universe. If you've never watched the show before, now is a perfect time. Steven Universe is about to hit its tenth anniversary, and it's very binge watchable. And now, with the Bits, you have a perfect companion podcast to enjoy as you watch. Catch their episodes weekly on Fridays, and as an extra special treat, you can listen to their trailer right now. We
2: are not the crystal gems. We are the Bits the bits the bits the bits a steven
0: universe review podcast
2: celebrating the 10th anniversary of a show that's very near and dear to our hearts so get ready to cry with us
0: and try our best not
2: to sing as we re-watch one of the gayest shows of the 2010s new episodes
0: coming out to you every friday
2: featuring your favorite host charlie
0: and robert
1: super scary listeners welcome back to the super scary podcast where we cover everything from the supernatural to the superpowered. and you may have noticed last week we didn't have an episode because uh your boy needs a little break so we're doing uh camp super scary uh we're releasing bi-weekly okay bi-weekly so don't get mad at me um, but we're releasing bi-weekly on Mondays in May and June. Um, and we're just gonna keep a little bit of content flowing for you. And then, uh, July and August, I'm taking off, uh, cause your boy needs some beach time, you know, settle in, maybe see Jaws, who knows. And, <laughs> and then we'll come back, uh, full force in the fall for the one year anniversary bitches. Bow, 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 bow. Um, today we have an awesome special guest. Um, it's been a long time coming and I'm happy to have them on the pod today. And we have a super special announcement as well, uh, in conjunction with this. So we have Robert from the bits here. How are you? I'm
0: good. How are you? I was like, I was like, I can't hear you. You'll hear it in the, in like the audacity. I just did like the Jason. Oh, oh (laughs) God. To to try and be like, hello. Hi, it's me. I'm Robert. Uh, That's the bit.
1: How are you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing pretty good. You know, long day at work, rock some gym time. Uh, I adulted really hard in the past hour because I, signed the day six media like agreement thing finalized my notes for this episode wrapped up three packages that i'm returning back to amazon because none of the crap i ordered fit me uh fixed my printer just a whole lot so the past hour has been crazy but i'm so glad i got to do it all how are you
1: i am doing amazing and um You know, I'm excited to chat with you uh, specifically. uh, You kind of alluded to it already, but, um, you know, you're the new podcast sibling, the new podcast on the block. Uh, We have um, an awesome podcast joining the Deus Ex Media family called The Bits. And you might be wondering, what is The Bits? Well, uh, Robert, I would love for you to tell our listeners what The Bits is about.
0: So The Bits is where me and my co-host, Charlie, who already has a podcast on the Deus Ex Media uh, family uh, of the eldest Gods, where we sit back and watch through all of Steven Universe and critique, comment, make fun of some things. Uh, the, the main thing we try not to do is sing along to the songs, which is proving very difficult. <laughs>
1: That is, That is very difficult to do, and as a as a Steven Universe lover myself, um, I can attest to the little preview that you gave us, uh, fellow Deus Ex Media folks. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a, a, a great podcast, and it, it's very quick, too. It's I think you're keeping it to like 25, 30-ish minutes. 25, usually. 30-ish
0: minutes, easy peasy, in and out, done. We're, we're doing about as long as like a... Th- full quote-unquote episode even though we're covering each half episode each like 11-minute segment
1: right right well that's freaking awesome and it's such a good show so many good voice actors in it um so i think it's gonna be a fabulous time uh your first episode drops on may 5th 5th? Mm -hmm. yes um, so by the time this comes out uh, your first episode will already be up But
0: our first episode um, will be out where we will have reviewed the Steven Universe pilot and boy
1: hell yeah <laughs> that's the episode that we previewed and it was amazing so mm-hmm. please go check them out they will be uh, releasing every Friday correct?
0: every Friday because it's Friday <gasps>
1: Yes, get it because the bits, the bits, French fries. For, yeah. lo- for,
0: for those who need a little extra context, uh, the bits. The main character steven Universe. He goes to uh like the French fry shop of the town, and instead of ordering like an order of French fries, what he requests is the little crispy bits that are left over in the basket or like just in in the, like the general fry area. Which I will attest, usually the best part about getting fries.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I just had a very nice uh dinner of burgers and fries Ooh. and I ate all of the crispy bits off of the pan. So <laughs>
0: the crispy bits are the best part. I also say this to be true of corn dogs. I rarely eat corn Whoa. dogs, but when I do, the little crispy bit that's in the middle of the stick, that's like, you know, it's it's just it's the best part. It's great.
1: <laughs> I love that. And, um, you know, French fries, burgers, corn dogs are all yummy summer, summery type foods, mm-hmm. um, great for cookouts, you know, at a camp, let's say. At a, a camp, su- yeah. At a camp, you know, and uh, today I think it is so fitting that um, the first episode of Camp Super Scary, we're talking about the classic Friday the 13th movie from nineteen eighty um when i asked you robert if you would like to cover this you (laughs) revealed to me that this might not be your favorite friday the 13th
0: no i think my favorite might be the third or the fourth if i'm remembering i haven't watched the movies like all all them in a while like this is the first time i've seen friday the 13th in maybe three or four years yeah um but i remember the last time i watched it i'm like yeah it's a classic and it has a bunch of like uh contributions to the horror genre, but also I don't remember particularly liking it, and then I watched it over this past weekend, and I'm like, yeah I don't particularly like this movie. <laughs>
1: you're like this solidifies my thoughts <laughs> this solidifies
0: my thought this is a little bit of a drag fest <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, part of the final what what's what's like known as like the final girl walk or the final girl run around a good like minute of it is just her making a pot of coffee, so come on
1: yeah (laughs) yeah um i think kind of opening this up with my beginning thoughts i knew going into this movie i was going to perhaps heavily compare it to halloween Mm -hmm. and then as i started researching i was like oh they straight up said that they ripped off halloween so i was
0: ripped it off because they saw how halloween performed and uh oh geez who's who's the um are you looking
1: for the director name or
0: Mm. well i know it's it's sean cunningham but it was another guy it was uh victor miller victor miller who was like Mm -hmm. yeah we just copied it word for word or like you know not word for word but like we copied the general uh concept even down to like having the opening shot of the movie be um a murder set in the past yeah uh (laughs) Not to
1: mention they have like the p o v shots like heavily used in this,
0: yeah, but,
1: but to be fair, Halloween kind of ripped that off of Black Christmas from
0: like mid seventies yeah, you'd think it wouldn't be difficult to just come up with a brand new story about, hey, I have a dude who's killing people. Uh, technically, you did come up with a new concept, I guess, because it isn't a dude who's killing. My favorite thing is that Jason Voorhees is probably the most recognizable or one of the most recognizable serial killers ever. And the right. first Friday the 13th movie, he's not the killer. Right. <laughs> he doesn't look like how we associate him like with the hockey mask and everything until the third movie.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that was going to be one of my little like fun fact points of like holy shit, like, we really... I mean, we do see, quote-unquote, Jason at the end with um, uh, Alice's, like, dream, question mark, but... um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so we don't... We see him in the second one. He has, like, a freaking potato sack over his face. Yeah. You know, like, one little eye that you see, like, that's about it. Like... (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so actually you bringing up sean cunningham and victor miller they recently went through like this legal battle over
0: yeah over who came up with the
1: idea yeah right right so it was a legal battle of the rights and who owns what and victor miller ended up winning um the rights to just the first film yep which kind of puts sean cunningham and his crew that want to make a jason movie Mm -hmm. how we know and love him today in kind of a predicament because they can't really use things from the first film Mm -hmm. and even if they don't touch any of that i mean a lot of his backstory is contingent on you know everything from that first movie so
0: when did the reboot friday the 13th come out 2011 or 12 i think uh i think it might have been 2009 actually 2009 like so we haven't had a jason movie in 14 years
1: i think so oh yeah.
0: god i don't like thinking about that
1: yeah it was uh yeah 2009 was this year 2009
0: series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. this legal battle even affected the video game that came out i don't know if you've played the friday the 13th video game it was pretty good they stopped updating it because yeah. of the of the lawsuit
1: yeah i i was actually um watching a couple of videos about that over the weekend because mm-hmm. i was curious about with the whole rights thing how that even worked out but i guess I, I, that game i think must have came out right before
0: the yes. lawsuit just before
1: um yeah so that makes sense but that also makes sense why maybe the character hasn't been in like dead by daylight and hasn't really had a reboot in a while <laughs> But supposedly, there's a prequel series coming to Peacock sometime in the next couple of years called Crystal Lake. Oh, and yeah, is, I heard
0: of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's supposedly based on Pamela Voorhees. So I think this is more of the, the Victor Miller camp helming this one since they have the rights to that. Less legal tape to run through, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll but see.
0: Kind of a shame Betsy Palmer's dead. They can't exactly... <laughs>
1: yeah yeah hopefully they don't do uh
0: like a weird what, cgi thing like, yeah with, with like how they did luke in in mandalorian mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah I mean,
0: props to mandalorian at least they did get mark hamill to like at least kind of like mocap his face and his motions but still right. very very uh uh what's the term silicon valley
1: yes yes very very much um Looks like uh Luke had a little too much filler or something. You know, <laughs> like it
0: just <laughs> C- CGI Luke at the end of season 2 of The Mandalorian is scarier to me than most of this movie. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> um did you well let, let's start with that. Did you find anything about this film suspenseful, scary, anything like that?
0: I'm a sucker for a who done it which is mm-hmm. what I feel like the first movie really is. We like the context of 1980. No one knows who Jason Voorhees is. No one knows about the hockey mask serial killer. You walk into this movie and you think to yourself, "Okay, well, who's the killer?" Albeit, it's a very disappointing payoff. The killer is character you have not character that's not been mentioned or that you've heard of until the very end. Yeah. Who is doing this for a character that I think is briefly mentioned once before uh-huh. the final the final part?
1: Yep. <laughs> uh,
0: so not not a, not a satisfying payoff per se, but the only I like I can't watch this movie and think it's scary or suspenseful. I really can't. I, I try <laughs> to. And even just trying to ignore that I've already watched this movie before, I, I just can't. It's so silly and can't be. Ha ha. Uh, (laughs) even when it's trying to be serious or murdery i will say though i admire the crap out of the special effects in this movie
1: yeah i that was uh one of my main uh pluses about this movie is that the the special effects were great um i forget who actually did the special effects but i think he was like well known for another movie tom
0: savini Dawn of the Dead. He, he did make up Dawn of, the, of Dawn of the Dead. That's yes, what it was.
1: That's what it was, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can't think of it. <laughs> I rem- I'm trying to remember, like, it was a famous... It was another, honestly, scarier, very good, equally if not more famous film, Dawn of the Dead. Bam, that's what it was.
1: Yes. Perfect, yeah. Um. So, so he did the effects of Dawn of the Dead, which um you can tell in certain scenes, like, which ones he did compared <laughs> and, to yeah. which ones they were kind of like... We don't have the budget. We're just going to, you know, throw this guy in the top bunk of the bed. And you can see that his throat is
0: uh, slit. So, yeah. Um S- Speaking of budget, I feel like before we get into the plot, we need to talk about probably yeah. the biggest power move that I could personally think of in terms of making a movie, which is uh Sean Cunningham only had the title Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And he put a full page advertisement in Variety. And that got him um uh finance from uh, Phil something. I forget the fucking name. Uh he got fi- he got he got uh financial support from this Phil guy, five hundred thousand dollar budget. He didn't have the script, he didn't have an idea, all he had was the name.
1: Yeah. And this was on July 4th of the prior year before this movie came out. So like he literally had a year maybe less <laughs> to like complete the script pretty they much film this
0: movie i recall within like a month a month month and a half something like that yeah mm. yeah i could i could believe that yeah <laughs> i could believe that filming conditions <laughs> homie. oh my god the filming conditions of uh no no i i don't i don't think there was any like uh actors guild or anything like that protecting anyone's rights it was fucking wild i think even up to like the fourth (laughs) or fifth movie there were just uh directors and 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 crew and whatever just like casually doing cocaine and like having having a wild time behind the scenes
1: yeah yeah (laughs) it's pretty crazy and and speaking of actors in this movie supposedly they really wanted to get someone big to play the role of alice yeah. and the fun fact is that they wanted sally field to play the role right which i think honestly like sally would have done probably the best she could with what was given to her but um but i think by this time she probably already did Smokey and the bandit like she's already kind of like yeah. a big name so yeah, i think yeah she turned down the role yeah so i don't think this necessarily would have been a good move for her um <laughs>
0: i mean hindsight's 2020 20. i mean she had she had she's she's had a a good career
1: oh yeah absolutely i mean she did steel magnolias and mrs doubtfire mm-hmm. is like the core memory i have of her yeah <laughs> um you know, while they didn't have necessarily like well-known talent, they did manage to get Betsy Palmer, who plays Mrs. Voorhees. Um, it's so
0: funny that Betsy Palmer. Th- there were interviews and stuff when she initially got the script. She thought it was a huge piece of shit. She did not oh, like yeah. this movie. The only reason she took it was because I think it's like her car broke or something, and the yep. the amount of money they were offering her. Was exactly enough to buy a brand new car, so she's like, "Fuck it, why not?" No one's gonna remember me, and then it became like, <laughs> arguably her most famous role, <laughs> right? Like you look up her name and like movies,
1: and it's Brian like 13. this movie, and then I think she, she probably had like some footage in part two or mm-hmm. like a voiceover or something that she did, yeah. But um, but yeah, so like, but she was more well known for being like in wholesome movies in like the 1950s and it was her first role in like 20 years yeah <laughs> at least in movies anyway i think she did some tv work but um it's funny because her and adrian king obviously have this big fight scene at the end yeah and which was there's this <laughs>
0: because there's no money this movie was made even with five hundred thousand dollars. it was made with like the budget of a shoebox and a string. So oh, they didn't absolutely. have any uh stunt doubles. They literally fought at the end, pretty much.
1: Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> With Betsy Palmer being like theater trained, which oh she's I Spectre. Guess,
0: she's straight up oh, Specter. Yeah,
1: she she's I guess in the theater back in her day, you legit slapped each other, which I was in theater in high school and I did not slap anybody.
0: Well, <laughs> clearly you're not doing it the right way. You're not I'm doing apparently it. The not. Way. <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently not. I don't I don't know anything about theater. Apparently. It's
0: really funny because the other thing I remember Betsy Palmer is like really like associated with is that. She when like she go when she when she went to conventions and panels and whatever and people would try and bring up like oh your son Jason the the hockey master serial killer she's like what are you talking about I don't know what you're talking about my son died in 1952 yeah
1: (laughs) she she really leans into it and just it's it's so beautiful I love it (laughs) um we're
0: not even in the Uh, plot yet we're just having so much fun talking about how much of a shit show it was to get this whole uh, thing together. (laughs)
1: It's it's amazing. Um, So the original title was actually going to be a long night at Camp Blood. But after they changed it to Friday the 13th, they put an advertisement out in the Variety magazine, like we said. Um, Then it came out that there was another film that Mm -hmm. came out in 1979 called Friday the 13th, The Orphan and i guess behind the scenes they figured out whatever sort of payout you know that Mm. both parties were cool with um them using friday the 13th instead right as the name of the film right um which i think a long night at camp blood suits this particular movie better it's a
0: long (laughs) night at this goddamn camp yeah it's a very long night i
1: i thought that it was gonna be like multiple days but nope Mm -hmm. it's a it's a pretty
0: long day and night (laughs) i forget i forget what it was um i believe movies two three and four all take place within like a week oh really i believe so because i know part three takes off directly after part two and then part four takes off like a week or a few days. I, I I remember reading somewhere or seeing somewhere that the whole two through four takes place over the course of a year. But between one and two or I'm sorry, between the course of a week and between one and two is over like a year. Got it. Yeah, Got it. it's 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 wild. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then and then oh my God, there's so much. So like should, should we should we talk about the plot? Should we talk about I say I, yeah. I, I say plot with generosity (laughs) well i i was confused
1: at the b well i was gonna start talking about annie the the chef that but before we do that i think the opening kind of cold open if you will Mm -hmm. like we said is directly a ripoff of halloween which is basically a ripoff of black christmas which I'm um, sure that's a rip-off of, rip of something. You know, it's like a rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, like... so we have, like, a POV <laughs> just walking around. Uh, all these camp counselors are saying, it's what, 1958, or
1: 1952,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. 1952, because that's when he died. Um, and, like, this POV is walking around, and there's 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 definitely a lot, like, of subtle Jesus in this movie yes i was like I was because like, the camp counselors camp? are old yeah it's like a jesus camp the camp counselors are singing uh uh oh god what's
1: hallelujah? no yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah something like that but then two of the camp counselors sneak off to like a shed or something to have presumed sex i don't know <laughs> and yeah they
1: were they were literally like dry humping
0: yeah oh the <laughs> 50s before anything oh man i can't imagine what it's like to get laid in the <laughs> that that sounds so weird especially like if it's your first time but uh the pov comes in and they're like oh we weren't doing anything we, we 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 were just whatever we were just saying you know and then the pov just fucking stabs the dude uh yeah and like we later find out this is uh you know pamela because her son had died at a previous point because the camp counselors were too busy fucking to pay attention uh for the first kill of the Friday the 13th series, very anticlimactic. She just stabs him. That's it. Yeah. And-, and then for the girl, it's just like um like she's about to stab her and there's like a freeze frame cut into the into the opening title.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> it's it's comical to me because a a lot of the slashers in the late 70s early 80s do this where they basically like kill off the dude in like literally two seconds and then the girls they kind of linger on them a little more um which you know you can make the argument either way that they're you know killing off the men and then the girls are like showing that they're strong independent women or you could argue that it's kind of misogynistic that they're lingering on the killing of women um most of the
0: time it's like especially since they're pretty much ripping those off from halloween like the first kill in halloween i believe like the first teenager kill or whatever because i believe you know other than the parents you have the couple has sex the dude walks out uh michael kills him and then walks into the room basically it's just like we're gonna kill the dude so we can have five minutes of this sexy girl walking around in her underwear or mm-hmm. walking around half half naked before we stab her because you know uh a a moral like nakedness and premarital sex like Loki, i think most slasher flicks especially friday the 13th and halloween are like hey don't have sex before you're married don't do drugs don't do anything or else you'll get killed by jason or michael or freddie or whoever pick your poison
1: yeah literally um and it 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 doesn't help that uh the director sean cunningham uh got his start directing softcore porn apparently so yeah
0: um, that was a
1: thing (laughs) yeah so fun fact.
0: Fun um, fact. So yeah, um, I forget if it's like six or seven, but there's like a very I think like arguably the most graphic sex scene in the the whole series in like in six or seven, where it was filmed with like a couple who had recently broken up and it was pretty much just about as porn as it could get before like making the movie rated NC17 or whatever. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, I haven't watched really
1: any of these movies i i've seen the first one Mm -hmm. i've seen bits bits and pieces i've seen
0: all of them but i've mainly also listened to like a bunch of podcasts talking about them or like youtube videos or like or like read fun facts about them like that's that's a lot of what i do when when it's a movie that i'm like okay watched you once don't want to watch you again
1: yeah (laughs) i i love going into the lore of some of these um especially like halloween the podcasters or i mean the the listeners know on this podcast i talk about friggin' jamie lee curtis uh michael myers yeah. like drinking game how many times will josh compare this to halloween mm. uh, you'll be drunk by the end of this episode well I'm
0: you'll sure. be especially drunk by this episode because this is, again it's a it's a ripoff of halloween which is a ripoff of what was it blood something what was it for oh uh black christmas black christmas yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it's just it's just it's just rip-offs all the way down mm-hmm. that being said uh fuck who's the composer i forgot the name it's um let's ah, see, god see. composer uh harry manfredini yeah harry manfredini the iconic i love how i'm saying it's iconic even though i forgot his name the iconic friday night, like <laughs> that horror sting the the um the the orchestrated version it's like a lot of horns it's like a lot of like very screechy sounding yeah. very very classic like i heard it i'm like oh hell yeah but it is placed over the most boring title sequence i've ever seen in my goddamn life it is just fading <laughs> in and out like i don't know what font that is so i'm just going to say it's comic sans it's like fading in and out comic sans <laughs> just like Friday the 13th. Well, to be fair, the Friday the 13th I believe it like zooms out and breaks glass if I recall. Yeah. That's the first. Yeah. It's zooms out and breaks glass and then it like goes through here are the actors here's your producer director whatever and it's just like fading in and out comic sans white text on a black background I'm like this is so boring if not for the cool ass music that's playing. I would I'd be so I would skip forward. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh so after our cold open, uh we we get a lesson in uh, don't trust strangers <laughs> because Annie who I I got confused at this point because I was like did I miss something is this the final girl because they kind of focus on Annie the chef a little too much a little in too my much. opinion.
0: Yeah, they they sort of mislead you, but nope, Annie gets into a truck yeah, a truck, right? It's a truck.
1: Yeah, a very, very creepy trucker. Who, <laughs> very
0: creepy trucker.
1: Yeah. He's like, are all the girls going to Camp Blood as pretty as you? And I was like, no, Straight i don't your like bad this. touch. Bad touch. Yeah. Uh, literally bad touch. Because <laughs> literally. I, she's <laughs> getting into the truck. He's like holding her ass cheeks. Like, yeah. Here
0: you go. Get there into go. my truck. Get into the truck. But then the truck driver uh like passes the exit or passes the whatever the exit yeah and annie is like hey you passed the exit and the actual actress uh god what's her name it's um uh well is she not listening on the imdb i'm trying to look for her what the fuck oh robbie
1: morgan is her name
0: yeah there we go. Robbie Morgan. Robbie Morgan actually does the stunt where she, like, tumbles out of the truck. Moving the truck.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Again, they have a, a budget of, like, a shoebox and a str- and a string. They're not having stunt doubles. Yeah. So she does that but- and she runs through the woods. Very, I'll give them this, Very, uh, very good use of, like, shaky cam, very good use of, like, oh, shit, there is some suspense. Yeah. And then she gets her throat slit with a very impressive p- prosthetic. Like, I can't fault it good yeah. for the 80s uh, good for now
1: yeah and um but it, it's kind of comical to me because you're supposed to figure out later that it's Mrs. Voorhees who's doing all of this but it's like a straight up <laughs> male presenting figure that's like committing these murders <laughs> just committing and, murder. Yeah and, and you get a shot i think it, i think it's in her scene her death scene, like you see the hands. It's oh, not it's a no big, gloves, oh god, I
0: forget who's, who's big handed. old manly hand, <laughs> big old manly hands that are just like, I, I have never seen anyone so delicate. Like, she they have to hit the prosthetic exactly, so you're not actually slitting her throat. But it's such a delicate, it, it moves fast, but it's also such a delicate, like,
1: sh- yeah,
0: it's very like oops it's very like your you're head. trying to it's very like you're trying to cut along the edge of of like something you're trying to cut out and you're not trying to do <laughs> it too hard or not trying to like go at an angle
1: <laughs> like uh like uh like uh squid game where they're trying to get the 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 shape. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what they should have done is they should have like <laughs> licked the wound and then stabbed it <laughs>
1: hey there you go (laughs)
0: um so yeah we get thrown off by annie we then meet our camp counselors uh okay can i remember the name i remember alice and i remember bill and marcy i don't remember the other ones because i also don't care about most of the characters in this fucking movie (laughs) Same,
1: but uh okay, so I didn't realize Kevin Bacon was in this movie. By Kevin Bacon
0: was in this, and not because he was famous, he didn't get famous until Footloose. He was here because they wanted to kill a pretty person. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was him until like halfway through the movie, whenever him, his character's name is Jack, mm-hmm. but I'm Jack, calling him yeah. Kevin. Yeah, but I'm calling him Kevin Bacon the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when him and his um Girlfriend Marcy. are sitting at the pond. Yeah, Marcy. Um, are sitting at the pond and they're like talking, and I'm like, is
0: this Kevin Bacon? Is that, is that fucking Kevin Bacon? And did, then, it, like, did I miss this? A, no, <laughs> it's it's Kevin. It's sort of like how um oh god, what actor am I thinking of? The actor who plays Sean in The Good Doctor is also the actor who was God, I need to remember this. Hold on. Sean, good doctor what's his fucking name freddie murphy who, what who do you, or freddie highmore i mean what what else did i see freddie highmore in i forget it is my am, am i having a stroke like what what oh he's um what's it called he's charlie from charlie and the chocolate factory oh like the reboot version oh wow yeah, so I didn't connect the dots until very recently. Like I saw one of those TikToks that was like, "Where are the actors now?" And I was like, "Freddie Highmore in in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory." Or I'm sorry, no, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. That's mm. and and it shows him and <laughs> shows him being the good doctor. And I'm like, "Really? Damn, he aged well." But it's also just something I wouldn't <laughs> have noticed unless it was pointed out to me.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, Kevin Bacon, not famous yet. Footloose has not come out. Footloose has not come out for like another two or three years, I believe. Nope.
1: <laughs> um yes yeah, so, and also fun fact uh Bill's actor is Harry Crosby who is the son of of Bing Crosby, uh, of Bing Crosby which I re- I really enjoyed that little fun fact. Um
0: <laughs> it's, It 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 do it is a really funny fact. It's also a funny I like got a funny fact. Honestly they just conglomerated whoever they could and they managed to just get two moderately famous people.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: or 3 because Betsy Palmer.
1: True, true. Um yeah, so uh we end up meeting our camp counselors. It's funny because I uh, I think it's isn't it Bill, Marcy and Jack that get out of the, their jeep and they run over and and <laughs> good old uh good old uh, camp owner um Christie is like, "Okay, come over here and help me like almost immediately as soon as I get there." It's like yeah. It gave me uh some more flashbacks to working at Chipotle. So. Oh
0: God! No, I feel that I used to work um in a couple of fast food places. The last place I worked at was a the last fast food place I worked that was a Sonic, which was terrible. Oh, I would not recommend. Oh, it. I was like, I love Sonic. not, not only oh Sonic is del- well, semi delicious. I'm, I'm not going to get into the politics of which 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 food which food items from Sonic are good, but um. <laughs> I worked at the first Sonic that opened in the United States that was not one of those, like, drive through places or, like, it was, like, a walk-in restaurant.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And uh, it shut down after, like, six months. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, they relocated. Um, Not on, like, uh, Camp Crystal Lake. Not on, like, Camp (laughs) Crystal Lake, which, I mean, it doesn't relocate. It's weird because every time they go back to the camp, it's either named something different or it appears to be in a different location or they go to a different camp because there are some cam- there are some movies where they go to a completely different camp and they end up driving to Camp Crystal Lake.
1: <laughs> it's like Haddonfield, you know? They <laughs> they have palm trees in the first movie. Um they
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah it's
1: like, it's like where exactly in the country is it? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um
1: but it's funny that as soon as they get out of the car, he's like, okay, let's get to work. (laughs) Let's get to work
0: instantly. No.
1: And then it's weird that they kind of try to establish that Christy and Annie have some sort of weird underlying sexual tension and then it never goes anywhere. I don't understand why it was even in the movie
0: i don't understand why a lot of things are in this movie you know what's a scene i don't understand why it's in this movie
1: i would love to hear which one
0: ah <laughs> uh,
1: yeah because it doesn't because annie is not the one who kills the snake no. it would make it would make sense if she was the one who killed the snake and then try to correlate that to the end yeah you know what i mean but
0: it's not do you know the but story behind not. the snake <laughs>
1: I, I would love to hear if you have that answer. That
0: was a real snake that they killed, that they weren't <gasps> supposed to. It was uh, one of those, like, pets for hire kind of thing, and like, the guy who sna- whose pet snake it was was absolutely fucking pissed.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, uh, Tom Savini was like, yeah, yeah, let's just kill the snake. It's okay. It's fine. No, it's not fine. No, it's not okay. Why would you kill the snake? <laughs> That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. um Oh God! Can can we talk about? So I mean, listen. Th- there are smaller bits that connect, like the main plot. I don't remember much of them. All I remember is like they kill the snake, and then they're like settling in for the night. Some of the people are playing strip monopoly or strips. Strip monopoly, I think. Right?
1: Yep. Yep. I was going to
0: say I, <laughs> that was one of my questions that I had. I was going to be like, Robert, have you ever played strip monopoly? <laughs> I've played strip poker. I've played uh king's cup with a strip rule i don't know if you know what King, king's cup is
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah i played the drinking game with you know with a with strip rule uh i can't say i've played strip monopoly i'm not usually a fan of playing regular monopoly <laughs>
1: yeah i was gonna say monopoly is like confusing enough and then like how do you correlate how much clothing you take off versus i, I think like... it's supposed
0: to be like oh you landed on my space with a hotel now you can either owe me fifteen hundred dollars or whatever or you can take off your bra woo
1: woo <laughs> i don't know if that's actually
0: I, I really i i i'm i'm kind of intrigued in a i would never but i want to know kind of way
1: <laughs> right right I, I was like okay and the girl who suggests it. which which girl is it
0: i don't remember I their have... fucking the only fucking names i remember are um are um Jack and Marcy, because they're the ones, you know, Jack is Kevin Bacon and Marcy is the other, uh, Marcy is uh, 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 Janine Taylor. And they're the ones who die, like, first out of this group of people. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Everyone else, I kind of don't remember. Oh, uh, also, um, uh, Adrian King is Alice. Final Yes. Yeah, also have to remember her. But everyone else, I don't really care about them. They all die. The only dude I really remember is, uh, so... You know, these these group of people are having strip uh, strip monopoly. Uh, Jack and Marcy go to one of the cabins to have sex. Uh, uh, Pretty decent, nineteen (laughs) eighty six. Yeah. Well, I was like, how is this position
1: that they're in comfortable? Maybe I don't understand. I was gonna say maybe I don't understand how sex works. How heterosexual (laughs) sex works. Well, you see. or maybe I'm just too spicy in the bedroom. I don't know.
0: But like it I it looks like from the position they're in, I'm like, there's no way penetration is gonna be comfortable. Exactly. For he's, either he's, party. He's, he's like too high up. Like he's fucking her belly button, from what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening?
1: And uh, I, I I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about it because this was right after i realized it was kevin bacon and i was like
0: kevin bacon had got no game in the bedroom apparently he's got like no what gamer. is happening L- listen um, listen marcy after that scene she leaves she didn't come you cannot convince me she did he, oh
1: she faked it 100 he
0: rolls over on his back he lights up a, a, a fucking joint he's like yeah i'm great at sex and then the best kill of the movie happens where a fucking arrow is shoved through his neck. Uh, it, it, I think I think for the
1: time, it was definitely probably one of the most creative and unexpected for the time. I think like now we we would be like, oh, whatever, you know, because we've had, you know, Saw and God knows what other mm-hmm. slasher slash other, you know, pretty gruesome horror movie since then but
0: yeah
1: um but for the time i think it's a pretty awesome kill <laughs> but then M- marcy's kill right after that i think is even as far as makeup and prosthetics it's a
0: good and- you well, but quickly before i want to talk about how kevin bacon oh sure. death, um i don't know if you noticed that like big final spurt at the end yeah, that was uh, Tom Sumi. Like he, he was under the bed with like the mechanism for the, the like the pump for the blood, and it stopped working. So to save the shot, he like blew into it really hard, and that's why that final splurt happens, and why Kevin Bacon's face is like, "What the fuck? I wasn't expecting that."
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, Marcy's death, I love so much because it uses one of the oldest tricks in cinema where. You give your audience the idea that the weapon is real. You show them the real axe and you show it co- uh, colliding with, I think it's like a lamp. Yeah. And then you cut away, you hear a noise, you hear her scream, you hear a thud, and then you cut to uh, the actress with like the pros- the prosthetic in her face. And that's how you, uma- that's beautiful cinema right there. I fucking love that.
1: Yeah. The the whole way that that was shot was like chef's kiss. Like chef's perfect. kiss, absolutely. Yeah. But the
0: poor girl was just trying to take a shit. She after was trying she to had take some pretty bad. Sex. <laughs> remember, remember, even if it was pretty bad sex, you go use the bathroom. UTIs aren't fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Even if it's I bad, say... even if
0: you have to fake it, you still have to go. Yeah. <laughs> go piss, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so, what's so funny to me is that. Um, these, wait, these wait, wait, girls wait. one singular thing is funny too i would love to hear yeah, one yeah singular thing yeah one singular thing
1: um between marcy and strip monopoly girl mm-hmm. they are both guilty of not putting on some pants and shoes to go yeah. to the bathroom like why are you walking barefoot in your bra and panties?
0: Brawn panties barefoot. counselor in this nasty ass old like camp cabin i would not trust there there's definitely like nails and shit sticking out of the floor I would, oh absolutely i would not trust mm. my bare feet um mm. i forget how everyone else dies i think like one of the other guys dies because i think a lot of the kills if i remember are like off screen like the guy who goes to try and fix a generator dies off screen um yeah um
1: he he dies off screen, mm-hmm. and then Strip Monopoly Girl also dies off screen, but she's, like, in the, like, archery area.
0: Isn't she the one that gets um, thrown in through the window later? Oh,
1: my God. I, <laughs> I have that in my notes. It's, like, the most comical thing of the movie, because it's just such a, like, it's so slow happening <laughs> that it's just, like, she just kind of goes, Whee! bloop, right in the window. Um and then uh who else dies oh uh big crosby's son he i think he's one of the first to go but he's like dead in the top bunk
0: yeah before, oh yeah. Before, yeah before uh kevin Macon the fuck's a girl's belly button <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine yeah, if he uh, wasn't quite dead yet he was like dying and the last thing he was thinking is like, "Wow." it has no fucking game. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> oh, damn.
0: Um, shout out to the truck driver guy who just like comes by, what's his face? Uh it's like a B name. It's um Oh god. Uh no, it's at uh, Steve, Steve, like the truck guy comes and uh I hope not. Uh and <laughs> He recognizes. At least the killer. somebody's coming, right? At least uh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon at least came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he comes to the camp because like I because like he notices all the power and like the phone and stuff's are off. He knows who the killer is. He knows who the person is who then just stabs him. That that, 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 that isn't paid off in any way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another tease.
1: Well, well yeah and Steve is I think I think he's the, the camp owner, right? Steve Christie or whatever his name is. Something
0: like that I,
1: I, well it's a little confusing to me because he's there in the beginning when they come <laughs> and they're like helping him with whatever and then he's like okay i'm gonna go into town and i'll be back after lunch doesn't it he get like
0: drunk like he doesn't get drunk no no he just stays at a diner for like
1: he's, six hours exactly <laughs> longer than that i think because it's like well into the evening yeah. slash night it's yeah. raining he's drinking coffee he pays the lady like three bucks for a coffee oh, i was like, i would love to do that
0: oh i'm pretty sure he's paying <laughs> three bucks for like a meal like i'm pretty sure he had like, oh yeah like you know eggs and bacon and toast and a cup of coffee because it's 1980 that all cost three dollars
1: <laughs> oh absolutely
0: Um, But also, if I worked in that diner, I would hate him. I'd be like, you are just sitting there taking up space for like eight hours. You only bought one meal. You're getting your free refill (laughs) of coffee every like hour on the hour.
1: And you tipped me. I, I think I calculated. He tips her like fifty or seventy-five cents, which, like, I guess at the time is a lot. But which, like, like,
0: here, l- let's look up how much that is in um, in today's money nineteen eighty to twenty twenty three money uh, dollars. Uh, so let's say seventy-five cents is worth two seventy-five today. 275. Oh no. He gave her a 275 tip pretty much. Like imagine you you pay you get like a whole 20 dollar meal and you just give him 275. Here you go. That's your that's your tip. That is I mean, that's like 12%. So I guess technically he's not the worst tipper. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, it's like 12%.
1: Yeah. Not the worst, but not the best either. But apparently, that waitress was sw- smitten
0: on him because she was like, "Oh, just give me a night out on, on the town, girl." And I was like, "What? Yeah, none of this makes sense." So no, he he comes back to camp. He dies, um, and then we get good old fashioned final girl freak out. She, why the fuck does she make a pot of coffee? Why was that so crucial? Yeah. Well, doesn't she like take a nap or something? She took like a nap. Like she wakes up to see that like the power and stuff is still out, and so instead of freaking out or trying, like she tries to find her friends. She just shout out for them, but also she's like, you know what I'll do? I'll make a I'll make a pot of coffee.
1: That'll calm me down.
0: That'll (laughs) calm me down. She doesn't even get to drink it because um oh what's it called? Like a car pulls up and she's like oh it's probably uh, Steve or it's probably one of my friends, and she walks out, and she's greeted. By Pamela Voorhees. We don't. Did you know we don't find out her name is Pamela until I think it's like the fifth or sixth movie.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I guess they do. Just they just call her Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah.
0: We don't find out her name's officially Pamela until the fifth or sixth movie because in the fifth or sixth movie, um, there is a passing shot of a tombstone labeled Pamela Voorhees, born blah blah blah, died blah ah, blah, blah, and that's the first yeah, time man. that we as an audience would find out her name is Pamela Voorhees. Uh,
1: interesting so yeah
0: all we know now is that her name is mrs Voorhees she comes up i mean i know you're the killer but maybe don't come up to the last person with the i killed everyone vibes
1: yeah she she comes up and she is she's creepy as fuck yeah but also like it's it's borderline like almost too theatrical of a performance from betsy palmer because <laughs> because i'm like um am i am i actually scared of you or am i just pretending because i know that this is what vibe you're supposed to be giving
0: yeah and then she she gives out her motivation for killing everyone She's like, oh, my son Jason drowned because uh, counselors were too busy fucking to notice that he drowned. And I'm like, maybe teach your son how to swim?
1: Yeah, I'm like, I, but apparently she was like cooking for the camp. Like, doesn't she say that at one point that she was like, like, like... yeah. So I'm like, well, you know, you're also partially responsible.
0: I will always say that. I remember hearing this from, from a PSA, actually, of, of all things, that, uh, like, you know, one of those, like, televised fucked up PSAs, yeah. that the majority of children who drown in pools are surrounded by adults.
1: Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they just need to hire, like, a good, you know. Lifeguard. What are they called? Lifeguard. Yeah. I was like, maybe a good lifeguard is. Uh, Maybe the answer here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, not in a bunch of teenagers.
0: At least we get the introduction to the iconic machete towards the end, because that's what Alice uses to cut off uh, Pamela's head. Right. Why is Jason in every parody, in every every you know reference parody, whatever, why is he associated with a chainsaw? Jason has never used a chainsaw. Jason has been attacked and I believe killed with a chainsaw. But his most iconic weapon is the machete. Yet every time you see somebody in a cartoon or a TV show put on a hockey mask and like reference, "Oh, I'm a killer," they have a chainsaw. I'm like, why? That's not that's not his weapon. That's not what he does. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like they're combining Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and like they're combining the uh, fuck, What's his face? Uh, Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: at least at least Annie is a little. Alice. It's, or, oh, I, oh I, a-
0: Annie's the first girl. Annie's dead. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? You've been hit no. by. It. You've been struck by. The, the smooth criminal. I mean, not a smooth criminal. I would not call Pamela Voorhees a smooth criminal.
1: Yeah, she's not. She <laughs> she pretty much lays out her motivation as soon as she sees Alice. Yeah. She's like, hey girl, I'm here to save you. JK, I'm here to kill you. Bye. Kill you. I
0: killed everyone already and then she gets her head chopped off um very good effect actually i like that part that's the other effect i remember it's like her coming off the awkward blood spurting it it is awkward it is 1980s it's whatever but it's still pretty good
1: yeah and i i do like how like her hands are just like trying to grab at her head and it's like she can't grab onto anything obviously because her head just got chopped off it's very good
0: why does alice just get on a and like go off into the lake she's like well, yeah, shit i just killed like, someone what? time to get in the time to go on a little 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 swim straights up takes another nap on the oh, boat yeah. naps on the boat wakes up Nap, and we get this like you know slow zoom in scene and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, okay, she's safe." It's so relaxing, it's relaxing. <laughs> it's over, and then decaying zombie Jason pops out of the water and pulls her under. Except, no, she, no, he doesn't. It's all a dream. He used to read Word Up magazine, and. She's actually like recovering in an is it an ambulance or a hospital? I forget that part.
1: She she's in a hospital, but it's giving the vibes of like a mental hospital.
0: Yeah.
1: Which Oof. but I, I yeah, I <laughs> which uh the slashers love to do that to the final girl too, making yeah. you know, have everybody think that they're crazy. Um and then
0: Alice asks the police officer about Jason, and the police officer is like, "There was no sign of a boy, and what is the last line of the movie? What does she say? He's still out there as he's like, still there as like <laughs> that was like ripples oh God. of water like appear in, in like ripples appear on the water like he's not zombie Jason yet. like in the next movie we find out he didn't actually drown. He just like grew up in the woods by himself for twenty years, right?
1: Right. <laughs> which I, I I do know that the addition of Jason right at the end was kind of a last oh, minute very thing last for minute, them, yeah. um, which it's very clear because <laughs> obviously the the next few films kind of you know
0: mm.
1: recon on that little detail,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah maybe they should have thought it out a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah so um all in all if this if our if our description of the plot based on what I can remember sounds confusing as hell imagine what it's like to watch the movie <laughs> yeah it is
1: uh, i i think my biggest gripe is that like I love Halloween so much. And I'm such a big, like...
0: Definitely a good movie. Up until, I would say, like, skip three. Like, the original four movies. The original four are great. Anything like H2O was fucking weird. Uh, Resurrection was was fucking weird.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the (laughs) fact that Tyra Banks and Busta Rhymes are in it, like, that's... (laughs) It's such an early 2000s. What movie. did you
0: think of the reboot? Uh, not the reboot of the uh, like, re- like, re- like, the, like the newer Halloween movies that like pretty much throw away the can of everything except for the first movie.
1: Um, see, I liked the 2018 reboot slash sequel. Yeah. I I liked that, but then the two that came after, I have mixed feelings on. Yeah. Um if you if listeners if you would like to hear my full feelings on it if you haven't heard it already um <laughs> they are in my first season um but you know that i think they were like trying to do too many things and didn't focus on what made that 2018 reboot so great mm. um they were just trying to like go off the rails way too quickly <laughs> which is a, a tendency of these movies you know they they like to uh you know for lack of a better term blow their load on a certain movie blow
0: their load on um on belly buttons i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comedy comes uh, in threes ladies and gentlemen
1: right right
0: <laughs> and um here, here i was like saying ladies and gentlemen then like uh uh lactose intolerant people that's the third <laughs> <laughs> because I, I listen i can i can i can properly address a group of people and be like you know distinguished guests or whatever but i uh or i want to be a little silly i can be like guys gals non-binary pals but i love this joke that i have where it's like ladies gentlemen and then some random third thing that's it yeah ladies gentlemen <laughs> and people who have half a functioning pair of airpods <laughs> Which is you? that I feel like I'm in that third category. Congratulations. You have been assigned missing AirPod at birth. Mi me mi, me mi, miab. Right, right. Mab missing AirPod Abbot. Mab, you've been assigned Mab. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, um Friday
0: the thirteenth, not a particularly good movie.
1: Yeah, it's it's it it's not well. I could just be desensitized to a certain point,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I still find the original Halloween like very, um, like creepy in a way, like, you know, the whole like kind of stalkery type vibes that Michael's giving. But for me, I find that Friday the 13th doesn't really scare me, but it is fun if you're just trying to put something on in the background and just watch a horror movie to watch a horror movie.
0: just ride the train until yeah he dies skip five because five is kind of a it's 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 a huge clusterfuck that just reveals itself to be a non-Jason killer uh six and seven are pretty good the beginning of zombie Jason Jason takes Manhattan terrible Jason goes to hell terrible Jason X where he's in space pretty fun but also terrible
1: um it's like a campy sort of fun
0: you know yeah and then what's (laughs) the last jason versus freddy the parts that are actually jason versus freddy phenomenal everything else terrible um (laughs) and the reboot i haven't seen the reboot in a while so i can't remember my opinion
1: yeah i don't really remember i don't think i've seen that one actually to be honest from
0: what i remember maybe i don't know but uh what would you well like what would you rate the first friday the 13th on a scale of one to 10?
1: Uh maybe like a four like i just <laughs> i i i think it's just because i don't have an interest in jason or in friday the 13th in general like yeah. it's just not it's not my type of franchise
0: yeah no i feel that
1: how about you? what What are your thoughts? What would you rate it?
0: I think. I mean, listen, great special effects. Well, some of them. Mm, um, yeah. Like, like I like like we said that there is that scene where the girl just gets thrown through the window, and it's very obviously a a mannequin of sorts thrown through the window <laughs> at a very unconvincing speed. Yeah. <laughs> um. And we also did, you know, Alice's, like, neck getting sliced at the beginning. Very delicate, like, oh, make sure you're cutting along the lines kind of vibe. It's, it's campy. Like, I, I'm giving it, like, a five maybe just to be a little more generous mm. than I think I would be. Yeah. It's sloppily written. It is all over the place. There is no concise plot, like, going from A to B to C, really. Um half of the deaths in this movie happen off screen yeah (laughs) (laughs) or are just regular like stabs that are unimportant the only kill you should really care about is kevin bacon's kill which also doesn't make sense because why the fuck would you just shove an arrow through someone's neck but we're not here to talk about that yeah i don't know how much i don't know i don't know if people realize how much strength it takes to shove an arrow through a bed and then through someone's neck without the arrow breaking I'm, yeah i was gonna say that's uh <laughs> and, and the killer is a like middle-aged very like you know like a big figured woman and i'm like i mean that big figure must be actually what's it called um they put her in like but I, I don't remember if they put her in or they wanted to they put uh uh betsy palmer and like very like bulky like put like several layers on her to make her look bulky and look quote-unquote masculine which ooh, yeah. that doesn't age well but uh yeah <laughs> uh you know it's it's a product of the time i i will say that that that's the final thing i really want to say before i just ramble more into like the production or like <laughs> <laughs> the 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 story of the here, here here the story of the production ten out of ten the wildest shit you'll ever hear the actual story of the movie like a five out of ten
1: right right I re- I would re- agree with that I was originally gonna say five but then I was like mm, did you really enjoy it that
0: much I mean <laughs> did you enjoy it almost as much as I would have forgot her name the the the, the uh, Kevin Bacon's girlfriend's character
2: oh. <laughs>
1: Did I enjoy it as much as the sex with Kevin Bacon?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember, kids, don't have sex with Kevin Bacon. He will fuck your belly button. Yeah. <laughs> he you is will. Into
1: you some you weird will not. Shit. You will
0: not have a good time. He 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 will lay afterwards and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the man." Light up a fucking tuber. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, that's Friday the Thirteenth.
1: Yeah that it was it was a movie it uh, was that's my favorite amazing. saying
0: <laughs> it is the most movie yeah. <laughs> it was the be- it was
1: a it was the most movie of the movies um <laughs> well i have had such a great time talking with you robert i had robert. a great time I- talking with you awesome well um i would love to have you back on the show which i think we've already kind of discussed for season three yeah uh, what definitely. we're gonna talk about what so you,
0: what, I, I don't i don't remember if i did bring it up but like you should get i don't remember if you had a guest star when you did nightmare on elm street
1: i'm sorry i don't remember if we you had a had... guest
0: star when you did nightmare on elm street
1: oh i haven't done nightmare on elm street i
0: thought yet. you did
1: no no I don't... Uh, preview listeners this was you you said to me oh i've noticed you haven't done nightmare on elm street yet." Oh, <laughs> i would true. like to do that there with we, you. <laughs> oh that's what it was i noticed you yeah. haven't
0: done it so yeah I, I would love to be here for you know friday i'd love to be here for nightmare and then i'd love to be here for friday versus jason
1: perfect a nice little trilogy of sorts a, a nice Robert. little
0: trilogy of sorts with me I get to complain. Listen, I'll at least have a good time with Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. It is infinitely a better movie in all the ways. Oh, yes.
1: Absolutely. And, yeah.
0: then, and then, like, take a shot every time something disappoints me in Friday vs. Jason.
1: Whew, I can think of one scene in particular that happens. And I'm like, uh, oh, this definitely didn't age well. <laughs> Or Kelly Rowland. She got wrapped up in the Prong movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) But, um, Robert, I would love for you to tell the listeners where they can find you. And um, oh, I forgot to say that you do a Kim Possible podcast. I as do well, so right? many
0: goddamn- Okay, so listen, you do
1: so many. Please, listen, please, listen, please, listen, listen, listen,
0: listen, 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 listen. Okay, look, we'll, we'll knock out the big one, which is the big, which is related. The bits. Me and my co is Charlie. We release an episode every Friday talking about the cartoon Steven Universe. We uh, joke around. We spoil. It's a spoiler heavy podcast. We talk about things that happen like seasons and shows from now. Uh, but also just our biggest gripe is trying not to sing along to the songs. <laughs> and then outside of Deus Ex Media, oh God, where do I start? Okay, so lightning bolt, lightning round. If you want to see me make memes about Percy Jackson podcasts, you can follow me at the damn meme page on Instagram, damn is D-A-M. If you want to listen to me talk about the ABC television show Once Upon a Time, I have a podcast called Entering Storybrooke. Oh, I didn't know that. If you'd like to come on, please. If you have if you have an episode you want to gripe about, we are we're 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 mulling through season two right now. Awesome. Uh, if you want to listen to me talk about uh Heartstopper and anything Alice Osman related, I just started that podcast. It's called the Truem Grammar Book Club. And if you want to listen to me talk about Kim Possible, as I alluded earlier, that's a podcast called That's a Sitch. Um yeah, so I do too many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> And I edit most of them. So oh my god, do you I I, I, it... I edit, I'm ed- I'm gonna be editing the bits. Charlie edited the trailer and the pilot, but I'm like, I don't want to manage a social media account. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the editing from here. <laughs> um I edit on I, I, I alternate the weeks I edit with my Kim Possible co-host. Oh well, um, that's good. I edit the Heartstopper podcast and I sometimes edit the... Yeah, so I edit pretty much all my podcasts.
1: Oh my god. Shout out to
0: Reaper. Uh, It's a free-to-use quotation marks, like, adaptable audio editing service that's pretty much cut my editing time in half. I love it.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because I'm using Audacity and...
0: The audacity of this bitch to fucking work. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's usually always complaining that my Chromebook doesn't have enough memory. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> I've
1: I, I've been considering other options just I'm, in case. But. I'm so
0: surprised that Audacity. Usually, Audacity. The reason I switched from Audacity is because usually it crashes for me a lot, even though uh, I have like yeah. a semi-new computer or whatever it still crashes or it'll stop recording or it'll, it'll do something. Like I had to reboot it a couple of times when we started recording this because it wasn't picking up my microphone. And I'm like, how, why, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> also modern versions of audacity. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if they patched this out yet or not. Uh, there was a huge like data leak or something or, or like virus or something. I forgot what it was for like uh, a more modern version of audacity. I hope they patched it. I don't know if they did oh my goodness yeah well let's let's hope hope.
1: (laughs) one can hope that it's uh, a little more modern but in the meantime um listeners i hope you enjoyed this very wild ride very through (laughs) going through uh this lovely uh plot of friday the 13th i I think
0: giving i think calling it a plot is generous
1: (laughs) yes it's a it's a very generous take i i'm in my uh uh my Generous era, if Your you Generous will. era,
0: yes, of course. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me, Robert, thank and you thank for you, me. absolutely, and thank you, listeners, for joining us this week on uh, the Super Scary Podcast. You can find me at Super Scary Podcast on all the socials except Twitter because we left that garbage platform. Um, <laughs> boo, Elon. Um, Elon. <laughs> and then. Um, Yeah, you can email me at superscarypodcast at gmail.com. Please email me your thoughts. I would love to read your emails on future episodes. And we will see you in two Mondays when we talk about the Blair Witch Project with Michael from We Love Horror Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we shall see you in the next one. Bye. Bye Bye. Bye. Hey there, Super Scary listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Super Scary Podcast this week. This podcast is edited and hosted by me, Josh. Our executive producers are myself and my wonderful husband, Frank. You can enjoy new episodes of Super Scary every Monday, wherever you enjoy your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate you giving us a review and subscribing on your favorite platform so you get notified when the new episodes drop. If you enjoy our content, please join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at superscarypodcast. Podcast. You can also email us at SuperscaryPodcast at gmail.com if you have movie review suggestions for the upcoming seasons. See you next Monday for the
2: new episode. Bye-bye. What's up, potheads? It's me, your host Christina. Welcome to the restricted section. No, we're not in Hogwarts. It's like a metaphor, do you get it? Like we're raunchy and we get drunk and we make sex jokes and we have an all spoilers all the time policy. So, you know, it's like the restricted section. I've been told that explaining jokes makes them funnier. If you've ever wondered how the Marauders map actually works. If you've ever thought that maybe Snape sometimes wears jeans. If you've ever thought that Draco and Harry are for sure in love. I mean, they're for sure in love. If you've ever had a hard time deciding who you'd rather bang, Bill or Charlie, obviously Charlie, then this podcast is for you. You don't even have to do the reading. We'll do it for you. Catch the restricted section every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts, and find us online at Restricted Section Pod. Dave
1: X Media.